0: Hey, everybody, it's great to be back with you this week. I'm excited to uh, continue our series. Uh, On supplement protocols. These are basically some of the supplement protocols that I have used in my medical practice uh, as I have tried to help people uh, just basically get as healthy as they possibly can be and to reverse uh, disease processes and basically just to live their best life. And so today uh, we're going to talk a little bit about insulin resistance and I'm hoping to go into some gut Uh, work as well, because I think that the two are very closely uh, linked. Uh, And then next week, we will continue on. We'll talk a little bit about anxiety and depression, some of the supplement protocols that I use there as well. So um, let's jump right in. Uh, first of all, insulin resistance. What is it? It is such a big topic. Uh, insulin resistance, also sometimes known as prediabetes. Uh, but more than that, uh, sometimes it, it even before people show up on the chart as prediabetes, they're actually experiencing some insulin resistance. And basically, insulin resistance is this concept where um, you are eating uh, too many carbs in the diet. And for those of you who've been listening uh, along, you know that, that I'm a firm believer that we do have way too many grains uh, in our current diet. We are getting way too many carbs. And because of that, we've had weight gain. Uh, and basically what happens is when I eat too many carbs, uh, my blood sugar goes up. Uh, my body's response to that is to produce a bunch of insulin to bring my blood sugar down. And what happens is I end up with high circulating insulin insulin levels, high circulating insulin levels will then lead to insulin resistance because my cells become less sensitive to the insulin that my body is making. So it's not so much a problem that I'm not making insulin. That's what happens in type 1 diabetes. In type 2 diabetes, it's actually that we're making plenty of insulin, but our cells are not responsive to the insulin, and it just doesn't work as well. And so then what happens is you just keep making more and more. It goes higher and higher. And insulin is a growth hormone. It is a a hormone that is going to cause us to gain weight that's the reason that diabetics who are on insulin therapy typically do gain on average about 10 pounds per year and so this is a a condition that doesn't just affect those who are in the diabetic range but it affects the rest of us too because oftentimes it becomes the very reason that you cannot lose weight Um, it is because again eating too many carbs too high of an insulin level it's just you such a, a hill to climb. And so if we can eat a low glycemic diet, do things to bring that insulin level down, exercise is one of those. Uh, and there are a few supplements as well that can be used to help stabilize blood sugar levels and and basically help uh, so that the insulin is not uh, high all the time, then we can live a healthier, more vibrant life. And, you know, they talk sometimes about the impact, of course, you know, we know that this has at the cellular level, but it also has a tremendous impact in the brain as well. Uh, insulin does have an impact there. And so we, you know, we want to be, uh, you know, uh, cognizant of that, especially as we are, you know, trying to, again, live our best life and and be uh, functioning cognitively as best as we can be. So what are some of the supplements that I've recommended uh, to my patients who are struggling with, um, you know, insulin resistance, and they're basically trying to bring that insulin resistance into check to reverse it, if you will. Again, the first thing is diet. Okay. It absolutely, you know, you have to focus on diet. Um, uh, You know, doing some intermittent fasting, the IF intermittent fasting makes a huge difference for insulin resistance. It's one of the best tools that you can use, but then also watching your carbs and making sure that you're not eating too much carbohydrate makes a big difference as well. But in addition to that, you guys, I really like Um, You know, recommending inositol. Inositol is an amino acid. Um, It has frequently been used uh, as uh, sort of a natural metformin. Metformin is a product that helps uh, with insulin resistance. Sometimes patients who have polycystic ovarian syndrome, uh, maybe they're struggling with infertility, you know, they might end up being prescribed metformin to help bring that insulin level down and uh, basically inositol is sort of a natural metformin and uh, you can add it to a drink. It comes in a powder form. It also comes in capsules as well. Uh, but that would be one uh, supplement that I definitely recommend to that uh, you know person with insulin resistance trying to uh, bring that down. I also like vitamin D. Vitamin D is really important and there are a lot of great studies out there that talk about vitamin D and its role uh, in diabetes, its role in, um, you know, stabilizing blood sugar levels and insulin resistance as well. So making sure that your vitamin D levels are adequate is a great uh, thing to do. I always recommend that you have that checked at least once a year uh, in a blood test. Um, For some people, you know, if you live in a climate where you don't see a lot of sun, you're probably going to, you know, want to have that checked uh, maybe twice a year. Uh, omega threes are another big, uh, you know, supplement that I like for um, diabetics, and part of the reason is that uh, diabetics or insulin resistance, you know, that whole concept, the whole thing, is causing a lot of inflammation, and uh, we know that um, omega threes, uh, which would be like a fish oil, for example, actually help to reduce the inflammation in the body. And so this is going to go a long way for neuroinflammation. It's going to really help with uh, inside of the blood vessel, inflammation there, uh, and also inflammation in the lining of the gut. It becomes really, really critical there as well. And so overall, you know, that is going to make a big difference uh, for uh, insulin resistance and just helping to stabilize blood sugar levels as well. Uh, some people will also recommend uh, Glucomonin, or also known as konjac, uh, is a, a dietary fiber Uh, that has been shown to help with stabilizing blood sugar levels as well. Uh, And there are some studies that will will implicate it for reducing uh, that high insulin level too. So those are just some of the things that I like to recommend for insulin resistance. Uh, I also like to focus on the gut because the gut is so closely related to so many different uh, disease processes. You guys know that I link gut to anxiety and depression, which is going to be next week's talk. Uh, but I want to go ahead and hit the gut today and just talk a little bit more uh, about that. and you know kind of the the, the things that I think are really essential. Um, when, first of all, when do we see you know gut work that needs to be done? Sometimes when I do micronutrient testing in the office, um, that's a blood test that kind of looks at you know your nutritional status. And one of the things that I'll find is that people might be across the board low in B vitamins. The micronutrient testing will test for, key micronutrients like all of your vitamins, your minerals, omega-3s, just a variety of things. And when somebody is across the board low in B vitamins, that typically tells me they're either not getting those B vitamins in their diet or they're not absorbing it. And in most cases, I think that a lot of it has to do with absorption. So if they're not absorbing it, then that means that the gut is not functioning at its highest level. It basically needs a little gut work to help. Uh, Sometimes uh, people who have had to take a lot of antibiotics, you know, maybe for chronic sinus infections, uh, maybe for acne, they've had a lot of antibiotics that can play in and can really, uh, you know, distort or disturb the gut microbiome. Uh, But I love bacillus coagulans. Uh, Bacillus coagulans is a probiotic uh, that is fantastic for the gut. It's wonderful for, uh, in my line of work, it's great for helping to prevent uh, things like um, C. difficile infection, for example, which is something that we are at risk of uh, in medicine. That's also the infection that people commonly get when they've taken a lot of antibiotics. Uh, But bacillus coagulans is a wonderful probiotic. I also like prebiotics, uh, prebiotics uh, for the gut, uh, and that would be basically food for the probiotic. And a lot of times that comes in the form of different types of fiber um, can, can basically be a prebiotic. There are certain foods that we eat as well that are prebiotics for the probiotic. So it's a food for the probiotic. Um glucomannan, uh, lands on this list again because it is so great for the gut. Again, this is one of those fibers um, that has a little bit of a healing and anti-inflammatory effect as well. Um, I love turmeric. Uh, for the gut, because of its anti-inflammatory component, uh, it also, um, you know, is uh, has a, a natural uh, antimicrobial uh, action as well, uh, and it's anti-inflammatory. You know, we recommend turmeric all the time for people who are struggling with joint pain uh, and different uh, other types of inflammation. Uh, but turmeric can be great from that standpoint. Um, something called galacto oligosaccharides, GOS. This is also uh, something that you will frequently see in a lot of supplements that. Are designed for the gut because again, it's going to help to reduce uh, inflammation. Um, quercetin, or sometimes called quercetin, again, powerful anti-inflammatory, great for the gut, but great for the total body, joints, uh, etc., because it's anti-inflammatory. Omega threes, I mentioned that uh, earlier in this podcast. That omega threes, you know, not only are they decreasing inflammation, are they helping to reduce neuroinflammation? But they also help to um, make the lining of the gut um, just, uh, you know, a stronger lining, a more intact lining. And they, they, omega-3s do that by, in a sense, kind of filling in these little gap junctions that allow things to seep across this membrane, things that are not supposed to be uh, going across the membrane and basically the omegas are fat that kind of fill that in and make that junction tight so that we don't get things like leaky gut or don't have to deal with with things like that um, glutamine is a great gut supplement as well. You'll see that in a lot of gut supplements. Um, we do have some, uh, products, uh, on the website, deannaholdren.com, uh, that kind of, you know, help fr- from a gut healing standpoint, but glutamine, uh, is, uh, a product that I like to use, uh, when I've got people who are really struggling, uh, you know, they've not been able to get, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, therapy that they need, or they've not been able to really get the result that they're looking for in terms of gut health. And that's one that I will, it's, it's frequently a go-to for me because I will see some, some pretty significant improvement. Um, sometimes we see this in certain detox products as well, uh, where, you know, they are basically trying to clean the colon out from a detoxification standpoint. So glutamine is great. Uh, And then magnesium, magnesium is awesome as well, especially if the person's dealing with any level of constipation, Um, you know, magnesium uh, can go a long way uh, for helping, uh, you know, with just to basically move things through. So those are just some of the supplements. Uh, We talked about insulin resistance. We also hit on the gut today. And just some of the things that I will typically recommend as a troubleshoot to try to help people. Um, you know, reach the healthiest version of themselves, which is really what we're all after. We want to live healthy, happy, vibrant lives. We want to be able to make a difference and we want to be able to take care of ourselves and basically prevent disease. That's what this is all about is prevention of disease and just, you know, really trying to, um, you know, do the very best that we can. And so I just appreciate you joining me today. Uh, tune in next week. We're going to be talking a little bit about anxiety and depression and some of the um, supplements that I typically will employ uh, from an office standpoint uh, to help in that area as well. So thanks so much, everybody. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, visit me at DeannaHoldren.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Deanna Holdren. I really want to hear from you, so message me. I love taking your messages and creating topics from them. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share my show with those who have an interest in health and wellness. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week.